Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to season three of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is available for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks is underwritten by the healthcare law firm of Einiger and Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, to promote youth sports and various health initiatives in our local communities. And before we drop the puck on this week's episode, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. This is Liam Ronan and you're listening to HV Pucks, available for free on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. And by now, you know that one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently had the opportunity to chat with Mike Ferreri. Mike is the head coach of the Victor Blue Devils, who were the 2018 New York State Division I champions. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Mike Ferreri. Mike is the head coach of the Victor Blue Devils, the 2018 New York State Division I champion Victor Blue Devils, I may add. He is entering his 16th season as coach. And just to recap briefly, uh, Victor beat Messina 4-2 in the semifinals last year in Buffalo, and then they beat Niagara Wheatfield 5-1. Uh, in the finals in Buffalo to capture their first ever state championship. He has taken some time out to chat with me this morning, and I really do appreciate it. Happy New Year, Coach. How's it going? Things are going well. Happy New Year, Travis. Thanks for having us on. Uh, Listen, it's my absolute pleasure. The champs are here, so to speak. I want to make sure I get you on. Um, Can you describe your team in five words or less? Yes, I can. Um, One of the things I I, I think – it's uh, our team is very positive. You know, we preach a lot of positivity day in, day out. Um, our boys are accountable. Um, they're committed. Uh, they're very unselfish. And I think if I can maybe, you know, use a fifth word, but almost a word that I believe is maybe sums up our entire team is, is the type of culture we have. We have a very, very, very good culture um, in our program right now. And those are all very, very positive adjectives. And again, I think... Uh... You know, a lot of people that will listen to this will will certainly uh, appreciate it and certainly agree with it. I mean, I liked what I saw from your squad, um, and I remember you and I chatted on the elliptical machine the morning of the uh, championship. So I was so happy for you and your and your and your team. Um, what excites you the most about this team? And you kind of touched on it in your previous answer. Yeah, I, I think that the boys are very they're very positive. I think the success you know that we had last year it makes things. Um, Sometimes it makes things, you know, uh, obviously a little bit easier for kids to kind of buy into what we want to do. Um, but the returning group is so close, and they care a ton for each other. I think the, you know, that we have a, a phrase that, you know, last year that a lot of the boys would, would attest to that, you know, 
one of the reasons why we were so successful is that the kids cared more about their teammates' success than they did their individual success. Hmm. And hmm. as a result, that, you know, just kind of propels teams, you know, to do things that maybe they didn't think was possible. All right. And that, again, speaks volumes to the culture that you've established, you know, as a group, as a coach as a coaching squad. Um, are there any surprises this season in terms of, let's say, players that maybe came up from a modified program or even just the growth and development of players year to year? Yeah, I think we're, you know, we're, we're a pretty deep team, you know, this year. You know, and I know we, we lost 10 seniors, you know, last year, um, but the returners that we have are just, they're outstanding kids, outstanding players. And we've, you know, we have a JV program as well. It's kind of JV club in this okay. area. Yep. And, um, this is our we've had it for five years now and um very connected so those kids you know as soon as they kind of you know come through and you know they kind of know what the you know kind of the routines are with our program but i would say you know one of the the, the bigger surprises that and, and maybe for for teams that see us and play us is that you know we did lose you know a handful of guys last year but you know we reloaded with a lot of guys as well and, and i think one of our strengths is, is the depth of our team uh, absolutely. I mean, again, and even down here, some of the, the top teams lost, other than suffering, some of the top teams lost 10 to 12 seniors, and I can kind of see the impact. So it's always nice to see other players step up and contribute. Um, and, and along those lines, Coach, who are some of the players to watch on your squad? Um, two of our uh, senior defensemen, Josh Albert and Connor Gallagher, you know, both were, they were regular shift guys last year, uh, and um, both were, were very outstanding in that state tournament. Um, those two guys are doing a great job this year. You know, we've got some senior forwards, Lucas Miller, uh, Romans or Noble. Again, those are two returning seniors that were major contributors last year as well. Um, those four guys are, are really doing a great job. And our goaltender, too, Peter Bartels, you know, he's a junior right now that was, was playing behind Chase Erland last year, who was our, the state player of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been with us for a couple of years, and um, he's very good. He's a very good goaltender, and he's done a tremendous job this year. I, I, this is all great stuff. I love to hear it. Um, what impact do you think that the new rules, particularly the two-minute penalties, you know, is going to have or has had on your team and is going to maybe have, you know, moving forward? I, it's definitely, you know, created or opened up opportunities for teams to have multiple units. Yep. You know, both on the power play. Like, it's tough to go two minutes, you know, um, and being able to have an effective, you know, you know, chances on the power play. So I think that's really been a benefit, you know, especially to us as well. I think some of the smaller schools it might be hurting because two minutes is a long time, you know, to kill yep, a penalty. Absolutely. Um, but I've seen some games. I was actually at a game um, Saturday night that, you know, there was one penalty, you know, the entire game uh, between two of our local teams. So I think the new rules have also, you know, cleaned up some of the things, you know, with some teams as well, knowing Abs- that if you're going to go out shorthanded. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, you know, a team's discipline certainly is being tested. Like you said, one penalty throughout a game, uh, a team's conditioning, their endurance, their depth. Um, I think all those things are being challenged, certainly. And along with the 17-minute periods, too. You know, there was one team that will remain nameless at this point. I don't want to put them on blast, but I went to their home opener. I look up at the clock, and I'm, I'm seeing 15 minutes. I'm like, guys, what's going on with the 15 minutes? So there was an issue with ice time and everything else. We eventually got it squared away. But, uh, you know, the 17-minute period certainly is something to, to consider as well. Um, this may have happened already, Coach, and you may have the philosophy that the next game is the biggest game of the season. But is there a biggest game of the season for you guys? You know, Trev, we have a lot. It's, it's you know, we've had a, a good amount of success the 
last handful of years here. And I feel that, you know, and we tell the boys and the boys know now that every game that we go into, everybody wants to beat us. You know, everybody yep. kind of wanna, wants yep. to knock off the, the state champs. So sure. we've had some, some tests early on already. Um, we just had a great game with McQuaid, you know, last Saturday. Mm. Um, that was a 2-1 battle. Great, I mean, great game and a great atmosphere. And uh, Canadagua, which uh, used to be our, our crosstown rival, uh, they're now in our same uh, league this year. Mm. So we already had one game down there, and they're coming here in a few weeks. Those are games that, you know, it kind of throw the records out the window. Um, Penfield, they knocked us off early on in overtime. You know, uh, that was a, another big game. Uh, we've had Pittsburgh coming up, you know, Webster Thomas. We, there's a lot of good teams sure. in Section 5. Yeah. So, Section 5 is know, strong. They're strong for sure. I'm, I'm giving, it is very strong. I'm, I'm giving a lot of stick taps out. You know, I do that portion of my show. I'm giving a lot of stick taps out to Section 5 for sure. I love a lot of the things that, that are going on out there. In your opinion, Coach, outside of the rink that you play in, what's the toughest rink to play in? Oh, toughest rink. I, I, I got to be honest. I think going to Canandaigua um, is – it's, it's definitely tough. They, they pack that barn in, and usually it's on a, on a Friday night where uh, it's just it's loaded with fans, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, it does get crazy at times. But uh, I would say that's definitely one of the, one of the more tougher rinks, rinks to play in you know, around our area. I love that, though. I mean, there's nothing like a packed barn on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, especially against a crosstown rival. The fans come out. Everybody gets their juices flowing. And it just adds that extra element to an already electric atmosphere, an exciting game. Is there a favorite tournament or, let's say, road trip that you look forward to every year, uh, like a team bonding kind of thing? Yeah, we usually go, you know, we, we go somewhere every year. And uh, last year we went up. Um, and played Salmon River uh, mm. and then Messina back-to-back. And we're sure. going up there the 11th and 12th again. And oh, nice. we've kind of rotated spots, but i got to be honest, I think, you know, that trip we had last year, you know, and, and us doing it again this year, it's, number one, you're, you're going up, you're playing great competition. Absolutely. You know, between those two teams. Yep. And, and same thing, like the atmosphere in, in both those games are, are outstanding as well. So I'm hoping we can kind of make that a, a yearly thing you know, going up there and, and playing both of those teams because uh, they're great games, you know, and you try and play the best outside your section every year. And um, We're excited to go up there again in uh, a few I'm, weeks here. I'm trying to increase my influence and my, my reach across the state. So I did have Tim Cook on a couple of weeks ago. I've been back and forth with Mike Tromboli. Uh, he had a tournament this weekend. He had a couple other things going on, but he's definitely going to come on the show as well. I've got you, and I'm also going to have Dave Gerspatch on from Sweet Home. So I'm trying to kind of get the champions, get some of the different teams, some of the top competition. But I, I know if you're going out to play Salmon River and Messina, that's going to be a, a tough weekend for you. But again, you know, it's a good experience for the kids overall. Um, what- it's a great experience, and it's it's you know, those guys do it the right way. Yep. You know, you're going to get a great game yep. every year. Um, like I said, great atmosphere. And, you know, what's what's nice about those teams as well is, you know, as the year goes on, those teams get better yes, and better. And they better. do. They do. As a matter of fact, I talked to Tim very early in the season on a Monday night, I remember, because he's a 49ers fan. They were getting ready to play the Giants. So we, <laughs> we chatted, and then, you know, I've been kind of following what's been going on up there since. And, yeah, as the season progresses, they definitely improve. Coach, what do you look for in a hockey player? Well, I think one of the things that, you know, here, here in Victor is we, we character is a priority for us. You know, we, we want kids that are going to, you know, do the right thing. And, you know, we're trying to help these kids develop to be, you know, good young men, you know, when they leave us. But character is important. Their work ethic is important important to us. We want them to compete. 
you know, every single day. Um, we want our players to buy into that team first, you know, mentality. I think that's a, you know, I said it earlier in the interview that one of the reasons why we have so much success is, you know, we want our kids to be invested in each other and care more about, you know, their teammates' success than their own. Um, uh, we, we really think it's important. We have this model as well. It's kind of team before self. Mm. You know, it's important to our, our, our players, but it's important to our coaches as well that, you know, we want the kids to kind of, you know, be excited for their success and, and serve each other as well and say, hey, I'm doing this for you and you and you and you. And, you know, when you when when you look back at it, you kind of realize, all right, this is when I want my, my teammates to, to succeed, they're going to want me to succeed. It's going to make them better, be better and our whole program better. Uh, it goes back again to that culture that you've established. And, and I think it's really phenomenal. Um, you've been at this for 16 years now with Victor. What makes a successful hockey coach? Well, number one is I think you, you got to work with great students and coaches. You know, I think our, our staff is, is tremendous. They, they care about kids. They put kids first. Um, we have great kids in our programs as well. Um, I think relationships is probably the most important thing. You know, we value our, 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 our coaching staff on creating positive relationships with our players. Um, we do care about them. We care more than just them being on the ice and being a hockey player. Um, and I think they, you know, the players know that as well. They know how much we care about them. And there's a quote that I have, you know, and I kind of tell a lot of coaches and even teachers that, you know, players, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I, 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 I'll go to my grave with that quote hmm. because it doesn't hmm. matter how much you know about, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, if you don't truly care about, you know, the players that you're coaching and truly invested in them and their families and their lives, um, you're not going to be able to get very far. You're not going to be able to get through to, to a lot of kids. So, you know, I think the relationships is, I would say, slam dunk the most important thing that we do as coaches in our program to help these kids get to where they need to be. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm, I'm in education, as I know you are. I've been a school counselor for 25 years. And again, any opportunity I get to impact a young person's life in a positive way, assist their family, watch them grow and develop and, and help, you know, shape their future. It's absolutely, there's no a greater reward um, on earth. Uh, this is going to sound like a silly question. I think I already know the answer. Uh, favorite moment or memory as a coach so far? <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, the atmosphere last year was, was incredible down at the Harbor Center. And, you know, watching the emotions of the players, not just on the ice after, you know, that game, you know, uh, the, the state final, but in the locker room, the bus ride home, sure. we get back to school and watching some of the interactions that the players had with each other, they had with their parents, they had with their siblings, they had with their friends. Um, it's hard to describe, Trav, like, you know, even myself, like it was, you know, you, you anticipate kind of, okay, what, how you're going to feel, but it's it's amazing you know i think that that the emotions that were created you know that that weekend and especially that sunday night um it, it's 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 amazing it's it's hard to put into words to be honest like there were some things that we witnessed with some of our players and their friends and families and brothers and sisters that it's hard to replicate you know and i think it's just another another you know thing that's you know why high school athletics are you know are, are so amazing you know, so amazing. 
I, uh, I kind of get a sense as to what you're talking about, Coach, because when Suffren won in 2012, I, I'm not a coach. I, I can't even skate. I think you know that about me now. But uh, <laughs> but eight of the 11 seniors were my students as 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. And uh, I remember going up to Utica every year in 2010. I watched them fall short. 2011, I watched them fall short. 2012, they won it all. And uh, the parade, the outpouring, just the celebration afterwards. And this is their second title. Suffren's the only downstate program that's won it twice in 92 and 2012. But so I kind of get a little bit of a sense, you know, of, of pride and of, of accomplishment, you know. But again, it's, there's no greater feeling than just watching those kids who work so hard come together and really celebrate and appreciate everything that they've accomplished. Um, coach, yeah. what's the biggest challenge you face as a coach? Um, it, it's probably, you know, the adversity. You know, every year you're going to face a little bit of, of adversity with teams. And, you know, it, it, I think trying to get everybody on board when things aren't going well um, and overcoming that adversity, whether it's, you know, you lose a player to an injury or you, you lose a game that, you know, things were going your way during that game and it just it, it just wasn't in the cars that night. Right. You know, and, you know, you lose a team that, you know what, on paper you're like, eh, you're probably supposed to beat that team and just – trying to get the kids to understand that that's okay. That's life. You know, it's going to happen. And just getting everybody to kind of understand like, Hey, these are the things that are going to make you not just better hockey players and, and, and help our program, but really make you successful in life because that's how life is. Life isn't fair at times. And you're going to have a lot of things thrown at you. And how do you deal with that to be able to overcome and, and kind of move forward and, and, and get better? You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Coach, because I'm thinking in the back of my mind, a lot of things that you're talking about as far as building that culture and, you know, it, those are life lessons. They're not just lessons, you know, that are taking place on the ice or in the locker room or on the field. Um, you touched on this earlier, and, and I already know the answer, but can you describe the state of hockey in Section 5? I mean, there's so many good things going on up there right now as far as teams, as far as competition, as far as giving back to the community. So could you just give me a sense as to the state of hockey in Section 5? It's unbelievable. It's, it is outstanding. And, Trev, I know it's probably I'll sound a little biased here, being that, you know, we are in Section 5, but I think Section 5 is one of the toughest, if not the toughest section to get out of to be able to compete in that state tournament. You know, there are so many quality teams in both Division One and Division II um, that, you know, it's I, – I always, I always you know, laugh and, and, and in March there's a lot of teams sitting home in Rochester that I think could be competing, you know, in that state tournament at the Harbor hmm. Center. Yeah. You know, things got to go your well, but the hockey's outstanding. You know, the talent level is, is very high right now. Um, our community is very tight as well. I'm not sure how familiar you are, Trav, but um, one of the McQuaid players, Cooper Patron. Yes, I gave some stick taps out earlier okay. this year, and I certainly retweeted as much as I could to go fund yeah. me. Um, yeah, so I know Cooper's battling. He's, he's, he's fighting the brave fight. So Yeah, and, and he was on the ice um, <clears throat> for our game last Saturday. Well, that's amazing. And we, we, we had our banner-raising ceremony yep. uh, before the game. It was kind of our alumni day. And, and Cooper, you know, he's played with a lot of players, um, not just on our team, but, you know, a lot of the other teams as well. And it's just amazing that when, a, you know, a, a kid like that, you know, was going through, you know, his treatments that, it doesn't matter who you are or, or what you're doing or what team you're on that, you know, he's got support from every team and every player in section five. And, you know, I think that's very special. And I think it's, uh, you know, Trav, like hockey's, you know, hockey players and families are, they're very unique. 
you know, they're very unique and they're very close. And it's just another example of, you know, just the support that Section 5 is is giving Cooper and his family to to um, get him through this battle. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with being biased. I think, again, Section 5 is, is a hell of a section, to be honest with you, especially based on everything Thank I you. see through social media. And you know what? I can't skate. We talked about this earlier, but I had the opportunity to uh, participate in a sled hockey practice with the New York Rangers sled hockey team last week. It was life-changing for me to the point where I said to the the manager, I'd like to come back. So in two weeks, I'm going to get back on the sled and get out there and uh, and, and skate around. I actually scored a goal, which was an incredible feeling. So, And they, uh, they, they practice on the same ice um, that the New York Rangers practice on. So the Ranger logo's there. There's all the retired numbers there. I know that the the team that I love you know, skates around during the day on that ice, so it was just really a surreal experience. But uh, I'm hoping one day my buddy uh, Pete Giannatempo can teach me how to skate upright. <laughs> but uh, for now, I'll, take this, I'll definitely take the sled hockey experience. I uh, have for you. three more questions for you, and then I'll let you go. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Hands down. Yep. All Wayne right. Gretzky. Growing up, I was a huge Wayne Gretzky fan. Yeah. He was the man. Yep. I will. I will. Uh, I definitely will accept that. I got to enjoy watching him, you know, finish out his career in New York. As a matter of fact, I was at his final game at MSG. Uh, the Rangers played the Penguins, and I remember watching Gretzky skate around the ice because he didn't want to take the equipment off, didn't want to, you know, hang it up. Uh, Yager and the Penguins wound up winning, and there was almost like a passing of the torch between Gretzky and Yager, so I'll definitely take Yarmir Yager. I remember in 97, I'm in Florida. My buddy's living in Florida at the time. Rangers are playing the Panthers, and we had tickets to Game 5, and Gretzky had a hat trick, and I'm sitting in some South Florida bar with my Mike Richter jersey on, jumping around like a maniac, because Gretzky scored a hat trick, and uh, I, I knew at that point we had it in the bag. So there's nothing like you not – go ahead. And he, he did it so – you know, like he, he did it the right way. You know, Absolutely. He just, it didn't matter where he was. And, right. and, you know, when he started going from team to team and late in his career, like he still gave it his all, yep. did, did what he was supposed to do, and, yep. you know, kind of did it the right way. I compare him to, like, Derek Jeter. Like I'm sure. a big Yankee fan as well. And, you know, just watching Derek Jeter go through his entire career with, with the Yankees and – he did it the right way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he was that role model that you want, your, you know, your kids to say, "Hey, you're going to be a professional athlete. Be that guy." Classy, respectful. You know, great teammate, role model. Uh, hands yeah. down. Uh, favorite professional team, Mike. Um, big Buffalo Saber fan. Okay. I, you know, sure. growing up in Buffalo. Yep. You know, huge Sabers, Bills guy. You know, and uh, heart, heartbroken when uh, they lost that. Game in overtime to the Dallas Stars. Yeah, skate was uh, in the crease. The skate was in the crease, skate Mike. Was in the crease. Skate was, in, was the, in the crease. And then they changed the rule right after that. You noticed right that, right? Afterwards, yeah. The fix oh, is right in. Afterwards. The fix is in. The screw Buffalo fix is in. Uh, awful. Just awful. Well, you know, my sincere hope, because I have a good friend of mine, Jim Overby. He's from your area. He teaches math down this way. And uh, I told him at the beginning of the season, I said, I, don't be surprised if the Sabres actually make the playoffs and do a little bit of damage. So I know they've run hot and cold, but. Uh, I definitely hope that the good people of the Queen City get something to celebrate because you guys need it, you know, between the Bills. I mean, I was in college in, you know, the 90s when Norwood, you know, whiffed on that field goal. My roommate at the time was from Corfu. He was decked out head to toe in all Buffalo Bills yeah. stuff. And he was like trashing our apartment. I'm like, dude, we're not going to get our security deposit back. You got to calm down. <laughs> but, um, you know, it. listen, you guys are a passionate bunch. I know people complain that the state championships are now in Buffalo. But to me, it's a 50-minute flight. 
Everybody's yeah. been so great. Such a, you know, hardworking, you know, knock around, solid people, great hockey town. I can't, you know, I can't get enough of it. So I've already booked my flight, man. Book my flight. My yeah. hotel is set. My only beef, and it has nothing to do with you. The championship game division one is at three o'clock on Sunday, and the last flight home is at like five forty. So I'm staying an extra night. Um because oh, there's good, no, good for you. Yeah, there's no you. there's no way. First of all, there's no way I'm missing the tournament. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I have the credentials, you know, I love it up there. I want to make sure I, I touch base with as many people as possible. So I'm just gonna get a, a room in a little place near the airport and fly out Monday morning so I can really take it all in. Anyway. Good for you. Um, and they do a great job in Buffalo. Oh yeah. You know, like I've I have i have been going to the state tournament for oh my gosh, I don't know, twelve or thirteen years sure. now when and Utica was great and yep. it was, you know, an awesome weekend. But yep. I, and maybe it's different because we were we were playing in it last year, but they just you know, from Friday to Sunday, just totally took care of the players. Yeah. And I mean, the boys felt like they literally felt like they were professional athletes for that weekend. Yeah, I was, I was, was at the, awesome. I was at the pre-tournament dinner at the Lexus club where we had, um, that former Sayer, uh, Saber, um, Patrick Coletta address everybody. Yeah. I think he did a great job. The kids took the pictures down on the ice or near the ice, I should say, at Key Bank. Um, and it just was a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. So again, I know that a lot of the downstate folks are not happy that it's so far away, but it really yeah. is an, the experience of a lifetime. So stick taps out to everybody at the Harbor Center, Section 6, you know, at the state level too, that you know really put together a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. And that's why I go, even if no Section 1 teams are going to be there, which I highly doubt, I think at least one will be there. Um, yeah. I'm going because it's great hockey. So last question for you, Mike, and then I'll let you go. If Mike Ferrari wasn't a hockey coach, he'd be a fill in the blank. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, Trav. You know, I was, uh, when I, when I originally went to school, I was going to be an accountant. Okay. That's what I wanted to do. I was really good with numbers, but, uh, it was funny. My dad said to me, he goes, Mike, he goes, are you really going to be able to do this and not move around? Cause he knew, knows how, you know, just physically active I was. Right. And I said, no, <laughs> yeah. honestly, Trav, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I love teaching and coaching, sure. you know, so much. I, I just, hey man, you know, no- a few years ago, people asked me about, you know, are you ever going to go into like administration and Oof. you know, do you ever want to be an AD or I'm like, right. I don't, I, 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 I think I, I would miss the kids and the relationships that, you know, we have with them. I, only, I, I love what I do, Trav. Yeah. I love it. I, I feel like some days I'm stealing money because I feel like I have the best <laughs> job in the world. There's I not, really do. There's nothing wrong with that answer. And I only said oof because... I feel the same way. I've been a school counselor for 25 years. I have direct contact with my students each and every day. I don't yeah. think I'd I don't think I'd be as effective as an administrator or, you know, in another kind of capacity just because I would miss the kids so much. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with your answer. You yeah. be a be a proud educator, be a proud coach, be a proud mentor, be a proud father. I mean, you're all that in in one ball of wax. So I've been chatting with Mike Ferrari, uh, head coach of the 2018 New York State Division one champion victor blue devils um it's been a blast i hope 2019 is good to you and your family and to your team and i hope to see you in buffalo i mean i I have a feeling i'll see you in buffalo either way i hope to see you back in buffalo with your team but if not certainly maybe we can meet at 716 for a little something something (laughs) absolutely and Trav, thanks so much for all you do for high school hockey you know i think you have helped propel the sport you know, through uh, all the social media, like all the kids know, they know who you are. Uh, they really do. So thanks so much for all you do. Uh, it's my pleasure. I have to tell you, season three has been phenomenal. I have sponsorship now. 
Um, my my reach is starting to spread, as you know. My my you know, people are starting to recognize me. I don't got to run around in those pajamas anymore like I used to. Um, <laughs> people people actually ask me where they are. I'm like they're at home. I actually use them to sleep in now. I'm not running around like a like a maniac. But uh, it really is a labor of love. It's all about the kids. It's all about the sport. It's all about you know just shining a light on all the great things that happen in our great game. And again, if I've never played, but there's just something about this sport that it it got me hooked. And I figured, you know what, whatever I can do to kind of just help promote it, I'll be happy to. And that's what I'm doing. That's what kind of keeps me going. So, good. You're doing a great job. I appreciate that, my friend. All right, listen, I'm going to let you go. Uh, this is your boy, Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks. Take care, Mike. Thank you. Take care to you as well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, too, my friend. This episode for season three comes to an end. It's now time for Stick Taps, where we honor, recognize, and acknowledge individual players, coaches, teams, or hockey-related events and charities. This season, Stick Taps will be brought to you each and every week by H4H, a growing car transport and handyman service company in Rockland and Long Island. Howie and Jesse are service-oriented guys known for providing quality service at competitive prices. For rapid, reliable, and relationship-driven car transport and handyman home improvements, call 516-497-1194. Mention the code 5MinuteMajor and receive a $25 discount off your next car transport service or $100 off your next handyman service appointment. Stick taps out to the Churchville Chai Lai hockey team for hosting their annual pink game on Wednesday, December 26th versus Gates Chai Lai. Since 1998, the Saints have raised over $35,000 for the Breast Cancer Coalition of Rochester. Stick taps out to the Webster Thomas hockey team for hosting a Webster Beats Brain Tumors game on Saturday, December 29th versus Hilton. All proceeds benefited the Brain Tumor Care Fund at the University of Rochester. Stick taps out to the Brick Memorial Hockey Team for donating toys to the R. Hovnanian Children's Hospital on Wednesday, December 26th. Captain Thomas Swartout organized the toy drive. The Mustangs also volunteered their time at the Chelsea Assisted Living Facility in Brick to help out with bingo on Thursday, December 27th. Stick taps out to TJ McKee of the Mayapack Hockey Team, who became the all-time leading scorer in the 19-year history of the program during a 5-2 win over Niskayuna Schenectady Albany, or NSA, on Wednesday, December 26th. Stick taps out to the Queensbury Spartans Hockey Team for coordinating their annual food drive to benefit Community Cares. Stick taps out to the Baldwinsville Bees Varsity Hockey Team for supporting Beads of Courage and Maureen's Hope. Maureen's Hope provides practical support and assistance to people facing the challenges of a cancer diagnosis or other life-altering disease, while Beads of Courage provides arts and medicine for children with serious illnesses by using colorful beads as meaningful symbols of courage and hope across their treatment journey.
And stick taps out to Mark Lloyd, head coach of the Baldwinville Bees varsity hockey team, on earning the 400th win of his career on Saturday, December 29th. Way to go, coach. And if you know of a player, coach, team, or hockey-related event or charity and would like them to receive stick taps in the future, please tweet me at TravJack71 using the hashtag HVPucks. sounds on this episode of HV Pucks. I want to thank my beautiful wife Marisol and my two daughters Juliana and Kayla for their never-ending support, love, patience, and understanding because our family time takes a hit over the next few months as I embark on another exciting hockey season. I love to interact with my followers and fans and you can always find me on Twitter at TravJack71 and on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. The 2019 New York State All-Hair Team is looking to complete its roster. So tweet me a picture at TravJack71 and use the hashtag NewYorkStatePuckFlow to nominate your favorite high school player and or coach. Winners will receive a custom t-shirt. Attention all Section 1 players, coaches, parents, and fans. Peck's Skate Shop is looking for nominees for their Plays of the Month contest. Post your video on Instagram and tag at Pex Skate Shop and use the hashtag Pex Plays of the Month to enter. Each month, one winner will be selected to receive a Pex Skate Shop gift card. I'd also like to give a special thank you to the healthcare law firm of Einiger & Associates, specifically managing partner Scott Einiger, for underwriting Season 3 of HV Pucks. Your continued support is greatly appreciated. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, And I'll see you at the rink.